Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. The second attitude concerning the quitter is that the quitter is faint-hearted. A faint-hearted person is a person who is fearful. Is it possible that King Jehoash feared that if he had won two, three, four victories, he would have been sick and weak. It would have been his old age and he couldn't continue fighting battles. He feared his future and therefore he stopped striking the ground. Maybe today as you listen to me, you come from a home where nobody ever succeeded. When they try to succeed, they die. So you make a calculation and say, anybody who bought a car in my house died. I came to announce to you, you will not die. You will live and declare the works of the Lord. What is the purpose of buying the car? What is the purpose of building the house? What is the purpose of starting the business? If your purpose is in line with God's agenda, then no one can kill that purpose. If your purpose is in line with God's purpose for your life, no one can kill you until you finish that purpose. The fact that your grandparents died when they were 40 doesn't mean you will die when you are 40. God's intention for you is to have long life. Because of fear, many people have come to a halt. The faint-hearted stop. This life is not for the faint-hearted. This life is a battlefield. Everybody is fighting. I like something about Muhammad Ali. He declares he will win the battle before he goes into the ring. If you are faint-hearted, your enemy will make a noise, will shout a shout of victory, and you will cower in fear. You will submit, you will succumb in fear. But when you are going into that battle, you face life every day, telling yourself and telling the world around you that I am the winner, I am the victor, nobody brings me down. The fearful are afraid of things which are not real. Maybe you have heard it said before, that fear is false evidence appearing real. The intention of fear is to stop you and intimidate you and make you succumb and make you not able to arrive at your God-given purpose. When you succumb, you give fear victory. You actualize it and it becomes real. Quitters are the ones who fear. This life is not for the faint-hearted. When I started ministry, there are several things I started in my life that I was doing that I have had people, I don't blame them, try to put fear in me. They ask you, are you sure you can do it? The question itself says, you are not up to. You will not be able to. My friend, you can't. Nothing should tell you that you will not be able to. I have done things which people did not believe in. You see it in their eyes. I have done things which people tell me is too much for you. You are a woman and you cannot do that. I have had occasion to think of quitting and God himself by his spirit encouraged me and said, don't give up. Keep on going. I am with you. That is why the Bible is full of do not be afraid. I am with you. Do not be afraid. Fear not. God himself is with you. Look at a group of people called the Ephraimites in the same Psalm 78 and verse 9. The Bible says the men of Ephraim, though armed with bows, Turn back in the day of battle. Are you turning back in your day of battle? Quitters give up. They say the ammunition I have is not enough. 
Peter said, if I were to have an uncle who helped me, had I finished my education, if I had gone to university, I would have been able to get that job I'm looking for. That is exactly why you didn't go to university, to go and get a job in the bank. So now, create a bank and employ people. Start a bank. Peter said, if I had married at 23, I would have become somebody great by now. My children, who says that you will not be another Sarah and give birth at 90? Don't speak the language of quitters, my friend. Quitters say nothing is working. I came to tell you something is working because you are hearing the voice of God through me today. The third attitude of quitters is that they are faithless. Faithlessness means unbelief. You have no faith. Most times when people have no faith, they have no faith in God. They have no faith in themselves. They have no faith in society. They see everything is black, my friend. Everything is not black. If God be for you and me, who can be against us? See, one day in Matthew chapter 17, the Bible says Jesus Christ went on the Mount of Transfiguration with his disciples. Three of them left nine at the bottom of the mount. Whilst he was there praying up, a man brought his demon-possessed son to the nine beneath and asked them to cast out the demons. In verse 17, Jesus came down and the man ran to him and the man said, I brought my son, but your disciples could not heal him. This was Jesus' response. Oh, unbelieving, oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? I believe that when the disciples tried to cast out the demon, he manifested himself and started to growl and roar and fear gripped them and they lost their faith. They lost grip of faith. Same happened to Peter in the boat. The disciples in the boat again, when the storm arose, they started to cry. Jesus rose up and said, where is your faith? Faith, faith is the key thing. Without faith, the Bible says it's impossible to please God. Many of us are quitting because we lack faith. But God is requiring of us just a little faith like a mustard seed. A faith like a mustard seed. A mustard seed is a tiny, tiny grain, like a grain of sand. That's all God requires of you and I. But most times, we lose faith in God because things did not work yesterday. I came to tell you what you thought did not work was actually working for you. God was working it out and God is working it out for you. He has not given up on you. Don't give up on him. He's working it out for you. Continue to trust him. For Luke chapter 18 says, When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Don't give up before God shows up at the door. He's coming with his promise. It is yea and it is amen. Just because things did not work for you for 50 years, nothing is working. You have no savings account. Don't lose faith that it means that you are dying with nothing working for you. I came to announce to you, just because you proposed in your heart that I'm going to be this great CEO. I'm going to have my own chain of companies. And yet, you are living in a kind of chicken coop. One day, there was a, a pastor asked me when I was trying to serve God and I was zealous for the Lord. And I was everywhere i was running everywhere but i had no home of my own and this preacher looked at me and where i was residing he looked at me and said are you still in that chicken coop i came to announce to you today nobody would talk of me and say are you still in that chicken coop by the grace of god god has built me houses and i continue to build 
you are not in a chicken coop. There is hope for tomorrow. So have faith in God. The last attitude of a quitter, a quitter is self-centered. Self-centeredness shows that you are not progressive. You are not thinking progressively. It's all about me. A self-centered person is about me, myself, and I. In Luke chapter 9 and verse 62, the story starts from 58. Some people saw our Lord Jesus on his rounds, preaching the kingdom. One said, I'll follow you. He said, forces have holes, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Another man said, I'll follow you. But as they were going, the first man said, let me go back and say goodbye to my family. It's about him. He's not able to save a relationship with family. He's not able to let go of the self, how he feels about the family, and totally commit himself to the cause. Another man says, I have to go back and bury my father. It's about me, self-centeredness. Am I saying don't have any commitment to your family? No. But the lesson we draw is that it was all about them. When they finish with themselves, then they will give God time. We see the same thing in King Jehoash's life. King Jehoash was not thinking progressively. That was why he stopped striking the ground. Because the prophet had already announced to him victory against Aram. He struck three times and he was sure that at least in my lifetime I will win four victories. Enough is enough. I can do it all. King Joash was not thinking generational. Most of us are not generational thinkers. I believe if he was thinking generational, he would have continued to strike that ground with the mind that my children too must win victories. My grandchildren should win victories. My great-grandchildren must win victories. Progressive thinkers, generational thinkers, think not about themselves. Your success is not complete until it affects generations. That is what you call success. Quitters give up on their righteousness. They say, I have worked with the Lord for a long time. I remember one time a friend of mine told me, I've been doing this holiness thing for a long time and I'm not marrying and I don't want to continue again. I said, really? For as long as Jesus Christ has not come, you must continue to walk in that righteous garment he has placed on you. You must continue to put on that righteous robe. Wherever you pass, you must glitter. You must be like Christ. You don't give up because things are not working well. I have seen Christians who will lie and cheat and take their tie to the church. I came to announce to you, you are a quitter. Because God is not interested in your tithe as he is in your heart. Hallelujah. God is more interested in your heart, in your love for him, in your righteousness, more than the activities you do for people to see you. There are people who said, I've tried to do this church thing and it's not working for me and I'm going to try something else. I came to announce to you, you are a quitter and you are thinking about yourself alone. Involve God. Involve society. Don't quit on society. Don't quit on yourself. Don't quit on God. He believes in you. Maybe today, you are sitting there. I don't know what your situation is. You feel like quitting because things are not working. You want to quit. The voices within are shouting very loud. Give up. 
you are useless you cannot make it you are a failure because you did not pass your exams you are a failure because you did not make all the a's you are a failure because you did not get first class you are a failure because your company broke down you are a failure because your marriage broke down you are a failure because the children have become rebellious you are a failure because that sickness is not being cured you are a failure because you are not getting pregnant in the marriage you are a failure because nobody is marrying you you are quitting on yourself i came to plead with you i am the voice of god to you through the holy spirit today god is begging you don't quit the only way you cannot quit is to come back to him go back to him right now and say lord jesus i am sorry He's not giving up on you. He's ready to lift you up. He will continue to walk with you. God made you to win victories. Victory you will win. The Bible says, thanks be to God, who leads us in triumphant procession. It's a journey. And each step of the journey, you must triumph, my friend. You'll be rejected at that interview, but you've not failed. Ten people have rejected your application. And so what? And so what? don't quit god believes in you he will help you so i want you to pray with me right now maybe if you're listening to me you have no relationship with jesus maybe you need to go back to him and enter into the relationship afresh because you've walked away from him maybe you are there in church but you don't even believe that jesus for whose sake you are in church i want to pray with you say after me lord jesus Indeed, I am a sinner. I cannot help myself, but I have run to you for help. Be my Lord. Please be my Savior. Cleanse me with your blood and make me whole in Jesus' name. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.